Oh, thank you, Son of God. <clears throat> oh, thank you, Lord. We thank you for your son, your servant, that you have used uh, to be of a great blessing to us this night. I want to thank you, God, for all the first section of discussion and interaction. Thank you for wisdom that you have demonstrated in the making clear what you are doing in us in this season. I thank you, God, for all our pastors, your sons, and your daughter. I will thank you for your spirit upon them. And we thank you for grace you have accorded to abound unto them. I want to thank you for help that they have enjoyed. I want to thank you for the capacity, stature. I want to thank you for change. I want to thank you for progress. I want to thank you for growth. I want to thank you for building that has taken place. I want to thank you why you are shedding light all across the nations. I want to thank you for your servant and your unmaiden, our parents in the Lord, a person of reverend, Kayode Oyegoke and Helen Oyegoke. I want to thank you for how you have raised them for our generation. I want to thank you, God, for what you have used them and you are using them to do. I want to thank you, my Father, for access that you have granted a mercy that this generation has found. I want to thank you, our Father, because you have not left us without witness. You have raised your servant and your unmaiden as a witness among us. Thank you for raising witnesses all across the nations of the earth. I thank you, my Father. I thank you, O God, because you are so good to us. I thank you for the abundance of mercies that we have received. I thank you for that great help that we have received. I thank you, O God, for what you have to done and you are still here to do and what you are doing. I appreciate you, Son of God. I thank you, my Father. Hey, we thank you. Oh, we rejoice in what you are doing. We rejoice in what you are doing. Gratitude proceeding out of the depth of our belly. In appreciation to what you are doing, for this is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our sight. We thank you, Son of God, for your continuous intersection over us. Making supplications to your father at the right hand to see that a people journey and complete the curriculum of eternal life. We thank you for this cause. We thank you, Lord. I'm grateful. I cannot but see your hand. I so clearly, evidently clear that you have been walking throughout this generation. From the set man, the sent woman, on to even the least and mixed house. And many, many in their thousands 
that are across the edge of the earth that we have not known nor met. It is glaring that you have been walking. This is your doing, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I thank you. Oh, how majestic is your works in the midst of the saints. I thank you. I give you glory, my Father. I thank you. For indeed, bless our eyes to see this. And our heart is grateful. Knowing though that when we give you times, you multiply that which you are doing. That when we give you time, you bring for increase. That the law of increase is activated to a grateful heart and a thankful heart. That we will not fall prey or the evil, the prelegious time that we are in. We are thankful for every addition, growth, light you have added to us from time to time, season upon season. You have not left us without light. We honor you, our Father. We are grateful, Son of God. We thank you, eternal spirit. We honor you, Holy Ghost. The caretaker, the administrator of the things of Christ and the things of God in the church. Thank you for leading us to truth. And thank you for leading us to the true God. We honor you, oh, the seven spirit before the throne of God. Thank you, our Father. We honor you, Son of God. We are grateful. Oh, we are grateful. Thank you, Lord. I ask tonight, I ask that you will help me. You will just help me and help me to align to what has been taking place since Tuesday night all to this present hour. I ask that you grant me wisdom. You will help me, Lord. You will show me mercy. For you know I'm poor and needy. You will supply great grace to me. You will help me. You will help me. Help this child of yours. Just help me. Help me, Lord. Show me mercy. Grant me grace. Push your word into my heart. Help me, Lord. Cause me to fellowship with your things so that we all can be both edified and established in this present truth. We honor you, Son of God. We give you praise, Lord. Thank you for the angels that are in the here with Sending clarity, dissolving doubts, assuring heart, establishing souls, strengthening soul to find courage to journey on. Thank you, my Father. Honor you, Son of God. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to thank our Heavenly Father for the privilege that he has given to us to be able to feast. Uh, I see that the Lord has just prepared another table for us. Uh, the year is be- beginning in a very high note for us. I've, I've followed the two sections. And um, I was listening to, I listened to last night's message this afternoon. And somehow, uh, well, I saw a dove's voice when I was listening to it. And uh, I, I, I had a vision. And I can just know that the Lord knows what is. There is something, spirit, spirit uh, that we are up against. The nation of the head, uh, in the book of the Roman, talk about new gods that their fathers do not know.
Rest of it, Penodoposha, Fenebrasta, Forta Perietanat, Refet the Cresta, Forcha Sheba, Ten Grosta, Fetting on the breast of four part, Percatena, must have fallen, and to fall, must have fall, must have fall, must have fall, must have fall, fall, must have fall, must have fall, must have fall, must, must, must have fall, must have fall, must, must have fall, must have fall, must have fall, fall, spirits fall, spirits falling, spirits fall, falling, spirit. Fall in spirits, fall in spirit, fall in spirits, fall in evil spirit, fall in evil spirit, even Satan, even the wicked one, as tightening even things concerning even matters of the end. Therefore, I am coming, I, 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 even your Lord, even your Lord, even your Lord, even your Lord, I am coming with a deluge even in this time. I am coming with a deluge in this time. I am coming with a deluge even with a deluge to reap many from the head. Even with a deluge to deliver man from the old of the fallen spirit. From the old of vanity. From the old of wicked spirit. Even I alone I am sending great help. I am sending great help. I am sending great help. Even concerning matters of the end. He will concerning matters of the end. For you see, you are in the last times. You are in the last times. And I, oh Lord, I'm standing even at the right hand of the majesty on high. For to deliver many, 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 many. Therefore, I am sending so much deluge. So much deluge of understanding. So much deluge of understanding. So much deluge of understanding. For you see, even the throne, even the throne, the throne of God in heaven are permitted even in these times for understanding of things pertaining to the end, of things pertaining to the fullness of Christ, of things pertaining to the end of all things God, all to be given at this time. Therefore, we we, we, we come in, come in, come in, come in, come in, coming for to fight spirit down for to fight spirit down for to fight spirit down for you see those spirits that have stayed in the air are going to come down they are coming down they are coming down they are coming down for so much he's been released from heaven even upon you at this time for to bring spirits down for to bring spirit down these are delicate sensitive times these are times Times, times of great victory, even for heaven. Times of great victory for heaven. Times that men will be fully formed according to that which is the intention of God. Times, times of raising plantings of righteousness. Times of raising trees of righteousness. Times of raising even the plant.
chanting of the Lord. I hear the Lord say unto Benkre Sempa, Aluechof, Enaili Otavan, Enruke Feotajani, Baro, Papale, Gadovre, and Depirian to Segenuga, Engroshila Baredaletosi, and Eliando, Capane, Elieto, Season, or Friend Elia. Do not be afraid. Do not say your heart darkness is taking over. Do not be afraid. Do not say your heart darkness is taking over. For you see, a great light is arising upon you. A great light is arising upon you. A great light is arising upon you. A great light is arising upon you for victory. 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 Victory in the spirit. Victory. 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 Victory because men will be raised even after the order of the everlasting. Men will be raised even after the order of life eternal. Men will be raised even after the order of life everlasting. Victory. So much victory. So much victory. For that is that which we had permitted in this season. And it will be done. It will be done. Open your heart for to receive all that we will do even in this season. And even the seasons to come. For this is the times of victory. Even for those who are following the Lord. Amen. Uh, uh, as I was saying... Uh, in the book of Romans, talk about gods, the gods that their father do not know, that has come. See, it, talk, it talks about the new gods. Uh, and when uh, Apostle John wanted this, the troop, he was the prophet, he called them uh, for their many spirits that have now come to the world. Uh, that he said many things, one of, some, one of the things that that spirit is against is that Christ is come in the flesh. That Christ is come in the flesh. And the essence, the, the, it's not saying, to say that Christ is come in the flesh, it's not vocal. It's not verbal speech. It's saying that the zone of flesh have been secured, have been vested with uh, that we, because uh, you know, we have to know that the realm of flesh is, I, I know God's servants have talked about flesh, is, he has his positive side and has his negative side. Uh, he has positive side and his negative side. Like in the book of John, the Gospel of John, chapter 17, said that uh, God has given power to give what? Eternal life to her flesh. So that all flesh there is not talking about, they can't give your life to all flesh on the streets. It's not talking about falling flesh. It's talking about uh, flesh that have been redeemed from corruption. Uh, because we read that from the book of Hebrews chapter 2, so long as children are partakers of flesh and blood, he himself took part in the same. That uh, uh, he might deliver them who all through their lifetime uh, have been subject to the fear or the power of death that is the devil. So we can see that and also in the book of Joel chapter 2, there's a prophecy that I will pour my spirit upon all flesh just exactly John chapter 17. I will pour to give life to all flesh. So there is a it's time I'm just trying to affirm that prophecy there's a time of a place where they pour out my spirit upon all flesh. You know, I've heard our pastor, senior pastor, senior pastor talk about 
that that prophecy was fulfilled in part in joy. Because his book of John chapter 3 talks about Jesus having spirit without measure. So, no saint has spirit with measure yet. That they cannot possibly say, they will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And also, I'm just trying to explain, you find that all flesh in Joel chapter 2, you find in John chapter 17, um, talk about out of say, I pour out of my out of my spirit. Because the flesh that pour out of spirit are things, they, their flesh have been taken over by darkness. They are corrupted flesh. They are fallen flesh. They are uh, a system uh, that spirits have hijacked the flesh. Then say, they say they deny that Christ is coming in the flesh. They are simply saying the flesh was not owned by Christ. Because there is another gospel I'm talking about first Christ have taken over. They are living another life. The flesh has been designed to express another life. But, but the assurance that I have is that, and I know that a lot of fallen spirits, the more light is coming, a lot of Satan is using his tape. He's casting down stars. And stars are not any other thing but Christ. There are stars are Christ. They are light. First John, First Corinthians chapter 15 said, he said, or star, they call them, some call them starlights. Book, Sam, the book of Sam calling starlight. So, star gives light. Uh, and um, you can see that they are light beings. Those, their spirits are coming, which I would they call them, they are majorly trying to fight the season of, uh, uh, the, the activity of Antichrist spirits are so enormous. I felt that it's not ordinary where this team is coming at the beginning of the year. Because uh, as we join to the last time of the last times. <laughs> we are in the last time. We are, not, we are not in the last day anymore. We are in the last times of the last days and last time. Uh, activity of the Antichrist is on the increase. And there is a lot of voices that are rising. A lot of people are, okay, you see the message now. Because there's something about the sort of mind. I want to teach something that is new. A lot of teaching ministry are being open gradually. Church bodies being to open themselves back to teaching ministry. At the time, some 15, 20 years ago, it was more of prophetic ministry. 15, 10, 15 years ago, prophetic ministry, apostolic ministry. But now, it seems that everybody wants to teach now. As a lot of them want to teach, they, they want to teach Christ from the angle of new creation reality. And want to, and so. And out of the one thing that Joker prophesies in Matthew 24, that many will come and say, I am Christ, and deceive many. There are two things there. There are going to be false Christ, but there are some that say, that I am the Christ. They are not going to say, I am. They, say, they will say, Jesus is the Christ, but still deceive. Because what, and God's servant was saying that also this morning. Well, because how you know what they paint as Christ is not Christ. They, they will paint Christ they will paint a new hope. They will set a new expectation of what Christ is. Because by teaching, you set hope. That people, because Christ uses hope, they will set a new hope in the saints. And that will distort, distort those that truly are, that have the true yastic, that has the true parameter, that has the true standard, that has the true content and substance of Christ because painting a new painting a, a corrupted divination of Christ you, you, are, you really genuinely from your heart you want to paint Christ but because of ignorance that is in you 
because of darkness that's in you. Because your eyes have not been made single. You have double eyes. You see many things as Christ. Just like in early 1999-2000 at that that borderline where the world was talking about uh, uh, compliant, Y2K, compliant. There was, the church was also, in the body of Christ, a major message in the church in 1998, 1999 to 2000 was manifestation of the sons of God. Another thing that was on the church was what? Emergence of glorious church. And a lot of books that I read in those times, definition of emergence of manifestation of the sons of God and glorious church was not. What people divine as manifestation of the sons of God, we are wet coming to the church. We are, we are church. No, I read a lot of books that I you know. I was ignorant. I know, ignorance, uh, you know, in a little way, but because I knew that something, I knew that as we are changing the millions, something is changing in the spiritual landscape. So a lot of division that came as what was, was not. So likewise, there is a lot of false activity of Christ that is coming in this last time. And so, uh, I'm, I'm just using the topic to thank um, God's servants and God's unmaiden for that grace upon them that our brethren in Canada was able to know, to capture this, that we need to properly divine the fullness of Christ according to the light, because we can supposed to now ability to divine fullness of Christ based on the everlasting light that is coming. You can see clearer than before. And so, I know that it's because of a kind of warfare that that we, we are entering into. The warfare is the warfare that we are entering into. And that kind of warfare is a, a lot of people begin to talk about a lot of Christ. A lot of people say to be Christ, uh, they're going to have a lot of concepts of what people call Christ now. Because people think that the message now is Christ, Christ, Christ. So there's going to be a lot of concepts of Christ that is going to permeate the airwave. In the church, a lot of church will swept off their feet because a time come, because a time we know that we need. Okay, the folk is seeing that these people, there are some people that when they teach Christ, they people have like three thousand people attend their meeting. Well, okay, so it's seen that that is nothing uh, because they're talking about so so can package anything and just package and bring for for definition for concept of Christ. So it's necessary at the beginning of the year to cast the vision of the fullness of Christ clearly. Paul said it to Galatian church. He said, "Oh, you." Galatian. The Galatian church can be bewitched. Galatian church was not a small church. Paul said he clearly, he said, if I destroy again, if I build again, that would have destroyed. He showed that when he came to death, there were things that were destroyed and what he built. That some men and they were part of brethren from Jerusalem that particularly on scatter the, 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 the Judeas that became Christian that were not thoroughly built came and troubled them. Say, trouble them. Let's say that. He said, who have come to trouble you? They trouble them. Then Paul began to say, he said, who have come to be with you before whom Christ crucified among us, evidently crucified and set forth. Oh, foolish Galatians, who have bewitched that you should not obey the truth. Let's say the truth. So, so you could see that there was operation of and this thing that was in Galatia was the operation of Antichrist that went to go and attack Galatian church. It was Antichrist spirit. But it was because Antichrist does not come as spirit, he used man. His essence is to deny Christ being manifest. He said, 
Oh, foolish Galatia, we have bewitched you that you should not obey the truth. What they call the truth there is the doctrine of Christ. That is truth. Because Jokai like said it in John chapter 14, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. So Christ is truth. Also that confirmed by Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20. He said you are not so learned Christ. If you, have erred, if, you have, if you have erred him and you have been taught by him as the truth is in, as the truth is in Jesus. So Christ is truth. For, for Galatia, telling them, for what have bewitched you that you not obey the truth. To obey the truth is to obey Christ. So Christ is embodiment of truth. What do I say Christ is God's people? I know there have been a lot of definitions of Christ because they always, you will see it from different angles. Christ is embodiment of truth. Christ is a system. The word embodiment is a system of truth. That system of truth is a structure of truth. Structure of truth is a system of truth. They, when, you, when you use the word system or structure, you're talking about bringing properties together, parts of truth. That was what um, Isaiah 51, sorry, Psalm 51 was talking about. For that's the truth in the inward parts. And that will make me to know wisdom in the hidden parts. So you can see that truth is embodiments. They are truth. Is so, so Christ is the embodiment of truth. Christ is a system. Just like when you, when you get a laptop, a laptop is made up of many parts. So Christ are, Christ are parts of God. God took his parts and configured his parts, inward parts of God. It was what they put together to make Christ, to configure Christ. So Christ embodiment of truth. Christ is a fabrication of truth. It's, it's bringing, bringing different parts inside God. And, and God knitted them together. That's why it's being knitted together. They knit parts together. They knitted units, different kind of units. And they brought forth different units in God. Different components inside God. Because God has components inside him. Different components, truth, peace, Joy, righteousness, mercy, patience, long-suffering. These are components that constitute God. These are spiritual, everlasting, eternal components. Substances that are in God. Uh, and these are what they brought together to constitute. Christ is a constitution. They constitute him. Just like you can you say, okay, let us constitute a quorum. Let us constitute, um, let us constitute, um, constitute a committee. God took different power, components inside him to constitute Christ. Christ is a constitution of material substances inside God. They, they, they took our components inside God, components that are new components inside God, that are life components inside God, that are, that are everlasting components inside God, that are eternal components inside God, and they choose and they, God began to, God brought components inside him and to fabricate, <laughs> is, that, is that the best word? Or to configure, to, to, to make, because they make Christ. He said, if a man be in Christ, it's a new creature. All things are passed away, and all things are become. And God was in Christ, reconciling. They, if a man, they make Christ. Christ is a making. They make him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So yeah, what something said, they should not obey the truth. So that obeying the truth is obeying Christ. He said, before whose eyes Jesus Christ have been evidently set forth. Crucified among you. That crucified among you is faith life. This, that's faith. That's faith life. Then he said, it's crucified among them. I have taught you the faith 
faith curriculum. I taught you faith life. I taught you faith. I mean, I, I took time to teach you about faith because how you will know that they, they were taught faith when you get to when you get to chapter five of chapter five of Galatians. He said, he said, let in that is strong bear the burden of the weak, fulfilling the law of Christ. So that law of Christ was law of charity. So, so he so he said, Christ is among them, among you. <laughs> He's crucified among you. I've taught you faith lesson. I've taught you faith lesson. You have you have learned faith unto charity. This church, this Galatian church, learn unto charity because he won't tell us that they are, he won't be telling them that they that are strong should bear the burden of the weak. That's you go. Sorry, Galatians is not five. Bear you one another's burden and so fulfill the law of Christ. That is charity. That is charity. That is love. Christ. That is charity to bear one another's burden. That means so he has taught them Christ doesn't have been, but these people came to be bewitched. And the people that became bewitched them was men that were Christians, men that were quote unquote false apostles. Then they, when they came, they preached Jesus. He told them, said, if any man came to and preach to you, is another Jesus. But they were busy to say Jesus. That, but it was another. It's not that they are preaching another. They are not people, They were not preaching about Jesus. Now they are they preaching Jesus or Samaria. They are still preaching they Jesus of Nazareth. But how did they preach Jesus? What the concepts, what the divine as Christ to this Galatian church compared to what Paul, the divine and Christ, was anti it. He was in opposition. So it was an anti-class operation that attacked Galatian church. It was, a, it was anti-Christ operation that attacked Galatian church. This was a church that, so when we say that Christ can die, this it happened to Galatia. Paul, Paul said, I'm at fear now. I have fear in me. He said, there's a fear in me that I hope that we have not lost everything that I've been wrought in you. He said, he said, I have fear. He said, Paul said it. He said, for there's fear in me that I hope that all that we have labored, all the labor that have been bestowed upon you, that nothing that I, I, I pray that we can even recover some. Because of what Antichrist done to this church. So they could not allow this church to come to the fullness of Christ. They came to him. This the guy came with axe in their mouth. They came and in the planting of righteousness that was going. Can you say, look at it, verse 4, verse chapter 4, verse 11. I am afraid of you, lest I have bestowed upon you labor in vain. So, so this is where Paul was talking about all my little children, which I travel again in bed. He has first of all done a labor, a travel before over this church. I travel again in bed. And why am I traveling again in bed until Christ be formed in you? So, so, I know that as I was waiting my spirit, I know that this fullness of Christ that our brothers, our brethren in, 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 in Ottawa form in school of spirit, I knew very, 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 very accurate in the spirit. Because there are spirits, gods, that our father, that are just come down against us. And they want to distort what the Lord is doing. Christ churches. Christ sent us so to beguile them. We have begun to talk about beguile. You know, when God's servant was just teaching about Christ, you no, know, he was concerned about angels that they are Christ. You know, Adam was a type of Christ too. 
Adam was beguiled. I say he beguiled Eve. He beguiled, seduced, beguiled him. So, so, so we are uh, in warfare. And what is what, say what? What again? There he called it that should not obey the truth. Obey. This is a church that have obeyed the truth. He, he attacked. That's why you see every time that John was written from book of First John, chapter 1, chapter 2, almost every chapter that John was reading, all the, go and read all the chapter, first episode of John. Every chapter he was talking about truth. He was talking about truth. Go and check it. Every chapter of John, First John, chapter 1, chapter 2, truth was a constant thing he was talking about. When he got to chapter second John, truth was a current FRC. When he got to chapter 3, or after third John, Truth was everything. Because he know that when you stay on the ground of truth, because the church is supposed to be the ground and pillar of truth to sustain and preserve the growth upward of Christ in the midst of the people. To sustain upward growth, constant growth, consistent growth until we come into the fullness of Christ. So, so he said that they should not obey the truth. But I say, so we can see clearly that the, the, the working of Antichrist oppression, which is the false Christ, and so, and so we can see that all fallen spirits, especially the one that God said and calculated from rulers of the darkness of this world, they are Antichrist oppressions. They are Antichrist oppressions in various, various shades and manifestations and expressions. There are fallen churches in the past. There are fallen saints in the past. And that's the reason why things that they use, that's why things that they use to, to do in us, I just want to, you know, I want to stay on Christ. And yeah. One thing that, as I was waiting, the law, you know, that we must use truth to overcome is fear. When you learn truth, truth is why we don't obey truth is because of fear of our lives. Fear. It's fear. And truth must work on the fears of our life or the fear for our life is completely taken away. In fact, why is the world why the war is still standing is because of fear. Why we why the world is standing because of fear? When if you are managed to take away, if they are to heal us of fear of our lives, they will see this world will cease to be. They are talking about the cosmos. I'm talking about the head, the cosmos, the world system, the darkness. What darkness perpetuates is fear. Darkness perpetuate fear. When I say darkness, ignorance. The ignorant, evil spirits have used knowledge, knowledge of good, knowledge of good to perpetuate and sustain the reign of fear on the head, in the souls of men. And it's possible for you to be a saint. But you have not been delivered from the power of fear, which the devil is using. One of the things that the father of Zachariah prophesied 
about the coming of Christ. He said, he will deliver us from our, from our, from our enemies and them that hate us. That my serving without fear. A lot of Christians, why they come to church, why their service is being driven by fear. Even driven by fear. A lot, why a lot of us, why a lot of us, we, we can't, we will not, that one is it that we limit, imitate against fullness of Christ or journey to Christ is fear. And so the knowledge of Christ, the doctrine of Christ, which is Firstly, what Gustav was no, Gustav calibrated it into the rule of the doctrine of this war and the wickedness, spiritual wickedness in high places. You know, in, in First John, not for John, the Gospel of John, chapter fifteen or sixteen, it said, "I pray that you keep them from evil that is in the world." So it's not only loss that is in the world, true loss. There's also evil in the world. That evil is wickedness. It's wickedness, evil, wickedness. There's corruption that is in the world, true loss, but it's evil that's in the world. And but the first thing that they want to deal with, just like what God have said, and I'm hearing, is to deal with darkness. And what darkness used to rule over souls is fear. Darkness perpetuates fear. Fear of tomorrow. Fear of tomorrow, fear of our life. And you have thought that fear and raise a, an environment and spirit that perpetually are propagator, preachers, and proclaimer of the gospel of fear. What this word teaches is fear. Every form of lust are feared engineered and fear driven. Is that the loss of the flesh? Is that the loss of the eyes? Is that the lo- is it the pride of life? They are all fear-framed. They are all fear-framed. They are there to keep us in the bondage of corruption. The bondage of corruption that is in the world. That nobody will be able to escape corruption, and corruption is not that thing but darkness. So, so what is called, what we call darkness is the true knowledge of fear. What we call darkness is the teaching of fear. Darkness is teaching of fear. When you say darkness that's in the world, it's really fear teaching. What makes you to take action? What makes you not to take action? Because fear has various expressions. Sometimes fear makes you to take action, make you to be hasty. Sometimes fear makes you not to take action. You are not ready to sign up to follow Christ. It's they are also being informed by fear. It's fear that tells you hasty. It's also the fear that tells you this thing that it's fear that makes you to forsake your poor. It's fear that makes you to look for vanity. They are all angel. Fear is a teaching. Where they teach it, our parents teach it. 
our education system teaches it. The environment teaches it. Example. This world have raised examples. Role model of both the best that corruption has raised and the best that refuse, that do not cooperate with the raising of corruption, that fail. And so it raises example and standard for all to see. It raised the standard for you to aspire. And it raised a lower standard for you to warn you. That what, to avoid things as well. If you get yourself committed to God, you see this is how you are going to be. So fear is a doctrine. So fear is the doctrine of darkness. When I, see word, when I use the word doctrine, I'm talking about it's the teaching. It's the teaching of darkness. The darkness of the world teaches fear. Why a sister feels that because he's 40 or 30, he can't wait anymore and he will choose to lower the standard of, my, of who he should marry is because of fear. You know, you know, I'm tired of asking some questions now anymore. I won't like to. I'm just tired of asking those questions. Because you have, I have seen a lot of sisters, they have been hearing this word five years, six years, and they ask, Pastor, it must, must all the sisters marry from people that are hearing light. I, 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 I keep hearing that thing. Everybody just sending me that. And people just send you. Because they, I don't know. Maybe because the brothers in the community are not making up. I don't know. But they're uh, just coming. I had in a week that I don't receive almost three, four of such questions. And I keep answering. But, and what I'm saying is that, and it's fair, because fear comes to tell you that it seems that this Christ thing is not producing husband. So, can't you go outside and just bring one and just come and let him learn Christ? You know, you know but every time they ask that question, you know, that question is very, very, you have to be careful. Because that question can put you as a pastor into trouble. If you don't answer, because if you say yes, trouble. If you don't say no, because are you not saying that? Are you not saying that? But you know, God just gave me a wisdom to answer that question. It's a scripture. I'm not the one that wrote it. Peter wrote it. So I can, I can exonerate myself. Peter wrote it. He said, husband, dwell with your wife with knowledge. For you are the, we are together with the heirs of the grace of life. So when they ask me, I say, okay, what if you marry a man that doesn't have knowledge? That knowledge is not knowledge of physics. How will it dwell with you together? He <laughs> said, husband, dwell with your wife with knowledge. So, you want to marry a man that's not a knowledge? So, he said, dwell. So, he saw that knowledge is a perikusai. Knowledge is a facility to dwell with your wife peaceably. And you are bringing marry a man that's not a knowledge. So, I said, I'm not the one that said it. Peter said it. He said, because of the heirs of the grace. You want to have to be heirs of the grace of life. So even life with his Christ, you can't even have it without knowledge. So, so he showed that in the early church, he was glaring that parameter of who to marry was clear in the church. It was clear in the church. There was no doubt about it. He said, dwell with your heart with knowledge. I'm not the one that said it. Peter said it. I'm not, so please don't be offended in me. Peter said it. He said, dwell. So he showed that one of the facilities you need to dwell with your wife is knowledge. And it's not the knowledge of physics or chemistry. Not that knowledge of zoology. He has to be the knowledge of the of Christ. If you, have, if you have prayer with your wife, then you are going to, that's why your husband will start beating you in the house. Because what you have is a zoo knowledge. <laughs> that's not on, on lighter notes, so just laugh. So, so it's become glaring. Why am I saying it? It's become glaring because the days where we are here, a 
A nominal, you can't just, you can't, you can't well, sorry, you know what is outside there is too terrible. You can't, Christians, there's a lot of wishy-washy things outside. There's a lot of wishy-washy outside. A lot. Although there are still few remnants, but there are a lot of wishy-washy things outside there. And so, so we can see that fear has informed decisions. Fear has informed choices. Fear has informed critical decisions. Some people have, because of fear that we have a kind of government presently that suddenly Naira has become times falling so much, they have made their decision. Christians have made their decision and wrong. God bless our brethren in Canada. Canada, brethren, we are ready to receive a lot of people. Canada is not the new, Canada is the new destination now. Every time I think of Canada, so just, <laughs> I said Canada will never, will I, eh? no, is because that's where the, where the Greenland is now. <laughs> well, I know God has prepared ark of salvation there. So, people, what is moving people is fear. As some people say, no, I'm just living because I want to make sure my children, you know, have better education. That is still fear. Because, it's not because of me, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's not because of me, just because of the children. It's a lie. Lie, 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 lie. Lie. I can see that mouth. Lie. 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 But it is the children that don't know their life on their right. So you are making the jump on their behalf. So, so you can see that fear has become the governing factor. So fear governs souls. And so fear governing souls is darkness governing souls. You know, it's read in the book of Isaiah chapter 9. Let's start from there. Let's just start from there. There and um, Isaiah chapter 9. Thank you, my father. Isaiah 9. Let's read from Isaiah 8. From verse 16. By of the testimony, see the law among my disciples. We know that the disciples are truth. John said it. If you continue my word, then are you my disciple. So disciples are truths. Men that have used the word and have come to truth knowledge. Say, bind the testimony and bind up the testimony. See the law among disciples. So that law that they are sealing among disciples is no any other law but the law of the spirit of life. There's a law of the spirit of life and it's the law of God. You know, Romans 8 spoke about true love. Hallelujah. Amen. Bind up the testimony and see the law among my disciples. So the disciples are truth. You can't be a disciple without the word of truth. Among my disciples. And I wait upon the Lord that he his face from Jacob, from the house of Jacob, and I will look for him. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord has given to me we are for signs and wonder in Israel from the Lord of hosts who dwell in Mount Zion. And when I said unto you, seek unto them that are familiar spirits. 
And unto wizard that peep and the mortar should not a people seek unto their God for the living to the dead. So it shows that disciples have been congregation of the living. How did they have come into the living? They came into the living by faith lesson. By which is faith lesson is truth, truth lesson. Because the just shall live by faith. Having Having obeyed faith, they lived. They came into the living. You came, they, they, they lived because the just shall live. When a man obeys faith, I love the way our, you know, our brother was talking. When you obey faith, when instruction comes to you through words, you know, Colossians said, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Ephesians chapter 4 said that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. The word of Christ translates faith upon the heart. So, then said, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. That means that faith, that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. Because what? Faith cometh by what? By hearing and hearing by the word. So, so we, we can't talk about fullness of Christ without having access to the word of Christ. The word of Christ, the word of Christ must dwell in our hearts richly. The word of Christ dwell in our hearts richly. But that's Colossians, Colossians 2, or is it 3? Then, Colossians 3, 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom. But Ephesians 3, call it, that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. So faith, Christ when you ask by faith, you got faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word. So, so you can't say you have access to Christ or you have been made a disciple of Christ without the word of Christ. And so what the word of Christ, when it has entered, faith of Christ has entered the heart. So how you see that Christ has Christ is dwelling in a man is the faith of Christ dwelling in him. Because what the word of Christ will produce in the heart is his faith. Any man that preaches Christ that does not deliver the faith of Christ in the heart, then it's not the word of Christ. So the word of Christ must dwell in the heart. And it must not just be sprangly. We must be rich. In all wisdom, that riches of the word of Christ, Colossians and Ephesians call it to the acknowledgement of the riches of the mystery. Those riches are knowledge. They are understanding of Christ, which are truths. Which they are for the disciples. But as disciples hiding those things, they said that truth is all that truth is called, they call that truth, they call the face of the Lord. That is hiding. So truth is the admission of the face of the Lord. He hides his face from the house of Jacob. And, and he hides from the house of Jacob. But there is a people that ought to what? That look for him. Those are disciples. 
disciples continue in the in his word. If you continue in my word, I want to continue my word in the word of Christ, dwelling in you until the word of Christ is so rich. You must be rich with the word of Christ. There is no fullness if you are not rich with the word of Christ. The word of Christ will dwell in us, not just dwell in us. That will dwell in us means it's abiding. It's continuing. That we must, this is that we must labor for the word of Christ to dwell in us richly. Because dwelling all richly, that's how we are turning to riches. Riches are contained in words. The word of Christ, the doctrine of Christ, which are truth materials. Which are his knowledge, his understanding, revelation of Christ, the mystery, the secret of Christ. They must dwell in our heart. We must have enough secret of Christ in us. If it's the glory of the Lord to consider a thing, it's the honor of the king to search them out. We must be rich with secret of Christ. We must be rich with secret of Christ. We must be rich with the secret of Christ are his things that I eat. They, they, I did from the house of Jacob. But they have to reveal it. Paul said it in the book of... And there's something. That's when Jesus said, who do you say son of man is? Peter said, that is the Christ, the son of living God. He said, flesh and blood have not revealed this thing to you. When God, because so long, they go, that's why every time the revelation of Christ is coming, it, it goes against flesh. Because flesh and blood are against revelation. Everything that flesh, falling flesh constitutes. Before falling flesh is an anti-operation. What we are is an anti-Christ operation. Falling flesh, an anti-Christ operation, anti-revelation. Because for Christ, for anti-Christ is a revelational spirit, but a corrupted, perverted keepers of secrets, secret from God. They, they, they are keepers of God, and they use this. That's revelation is what they call what they call their wise. W I L E S is the wisdom of their. They know how they can play around revelation to keep souls in darkness and ignorance. To use darkness to help men. And use uh, what they use darkness is to perpetrate fear, reign of fear. Let, let a man be governed throughout the lifetime with fear. And when is when the fear is ruling him, his perpet is 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 living is living corruption corruptible life. It's perpetrating, it's living corruptible life, it's commentable there, and when it's looking about it, it thinks it's good. And if we speak, we whisper to him, you are wise. That's wisdom. He show you are wise. And he will tell he will see, we show them examples of those who have not followed that counsel. And, and how their life has turned out to be. Because, and because what he used to measure, he measured with what men can see. But they themselves know that life does not contain in what you see. That life really is in what you can't see. That it is invisible, the unseen, that is where true life exists. Because even they themselves, they don't live by what they see. They are living by revelation. They are being that live by corrupted revelation. They live by corrupted secrets, understanding. They are what they call dark understanding. They live by dark understanding. Evil spirit does not live. Evil spirit live by dark understanding. But they put men in ignorance. And so a lower 
mean to man and sign and demand because he can do some calculus and do some complex mathematics and engineering maths. If he that is wiser than a preacher and is wiser than Bible, but does not know that he has been deceived, that everyone is going from one degree to another one. Why is trying to do one professional exam, a professional exam? Why is why does not have peace? Why he cannot just have peace? He cannot just have peace. He cannot just have peace. It's because fear that is really it. Tell him, sit down, don't do anything. For two years, he can't do it. His, his heart is panting. Nobody is pursuing him. You see, he's the during the, lock, the, during the lockdown, he has fear that everything that is gathered, he can lose them. Before he gather, he has fear that he must gather. When he gather, he has fear that he can lose them. So he has to keep using fear to preserve what he has owned. So, so what they call bondage of corruption is a life, is a life under the tutelage of fear. Because here in that book of Isaiah 8 that we are reading, he began to warn them, do not fear their fear. Do not call confidence what they call confidence. Do not associate with them. In what? In that upper aspect of that, um, that's before it got to that place, that from where that's um, 8, 8, 11. For the Lord spake thus to me with a strong hand and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of these people. Saying, saying not a confidence to all them to whom these people shall say a confidence. Neither fear ye their fear, nor be afraid. But look at verse 13. Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself and let him be your fear. And let him be on dear. Then the love host, which is the which is the which is Christ, the sanctuary. He said, Then the love host shall be what it shall be for a sanctuary for you. That means you need to be sanctified from fear. This world, this world, the cosmos, the arrangement of the earth, we need to be, we need sanctification of the truth. One of the things that the truth sanctified us from. He sanctified us from fears. Because the whole world system is erect on the ground of fear. It run, fear runs it. It's like a locomotive engine. It fuel in it. It forms souls and takes souls that why Fear, an essence of it. Why fear? Fear wants to perpetuate the reign of flesh and blood on the head. What did I say, house? Flesh and blood on the head. Because when so long as flesh and blood is on the head, revelation won't increase. Because you can say, flesh and blood have not revealed this thing to you. Also, in book of Galatians chapter 1 verse 16, when he pleased God, who separated me from that woman, that I may reveal his son from me, I confirm him with flesh and blood. Both the revelation of Christ, revelation of the son, flesh and blood imitate it. So, first, eh, I confirm not. Because you know that if I should rely, if I should recant to flesh and blood, revelation, revelation of the son will shut down. So, Satan wants to perpetuate. The life of flesh and blood on the earth through the reign of fear 
And why? What's why? 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 Essence of the gospel is so that revelation will not come. And when revelation does not come, secret of Christ, secret of the Son of God, secret of God is not coming. They will keep raining. <laughs> so they don't know that. Just keep them. Just make sure. Just make sure God. So long. So God have to go. They have to help the. They have to help Peter. He said, flesh and blood have not revealed this to you. Because flesh and blood do not reveal this. But my father was in heaven. So bring revelation. No, because someone will talk about understanding. Because the, because the spirit of this age is also reigning with understanding. But it's doing dark in understanding. So keep men in the bondage of fear. And fear has become the law of Kanama. What a man, you know, fear is what makes us to be carnal. When a man is not spiritual, it's fear. What makes a man to be carnally minded is fear. Carnality thrives on the ground of fear. Why I will not walk, why I will not obey the law of charity is because of fear. You may make I do this now. If I do this now, what won't he take advantage of me is fear. Fear to keep my life. Why we disobey God? Because it's because of fear. Why we still remain in our darkness? It's fear. Why we remain in our death? It's because of fear. Why we are not relinquished? Any of those things is fear. So fear is, is a great weapon of the enemy against And it is a lesson that is continuum. It's continuous. We are because the the that tree is in the soul of man. He's speaking. You know that what 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 made Adam and Eve to disobey God was fear. You know, when a man can't wait for God, it's because of fear. When the soul can't wait, it's fear. It's so can't wait for God. It's because of fear. So darkness uses fear to perpetuate, to perpetuate his thoughts, to perpetuate his ways. Fear has ways. Fear has his thoughts. Fear has his judgments. When you see fear making conclusion to a Kanama, you you will think that is wisdom talking. Yes. When fear is making contrition, you will think that is wisdom. Say, wow! That's right. A lot of time, I say, wow! I've never said that this, this is a genius. A genius. An intelligent. That genius is fear. Yes. That, you know, fear is intelligent. Fear purposely did it so that you will not discover him. You won't find it out. And how many souls in their zillions have been wronged by fear, wronged by the hold of darkness? When Joker opened the gospel, he had, he go all headlong attacking something fear. Take no thought of what to eat. Take no thought of tomorrow. Take no thought of your life. 
Take note of 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 take note of take note of of of, of what I'm going to say when you are brought before the magistrate. In the book of the book of Matthew, he said, "Fear not he that can kill the body. Fear not he that can kill the body, but cannot kill the soul." But say, "But fear he that can keep the soul and put sorry, keep the soul, keep the body and put the soul into air." Jesus Christ was attacking fear. What was attacking was attacking the present. How what have air so bound and kept so in bondage? And, and that is what Christ has been designed to sanctify us from. To pour the souls of lessons, teachings, doctrines, ways of fears. In other time, the way we live our life is fear crafted. Fear crafted it. Fear crafted it. If I do this, then I will do this. Then I will do this. And when you are not doing it, I, I don't marry you, I don't marry you, and you are not giving birth to a child. You don't give birth to a child for five years, your eyes, as it starts like becoming red in the church. Does God want us to give birth to children? Yes. But fear is telling you, how old are you now? Is fear talking? How old are you now? Okay. You got married, 28, and this is 10 years of marriage, no baby? I can see menopause. Can you see? If you look at the calendar, last time that you're your 20, you usually come 23 of every month, but now sometimes in the whole two months doesn't even come. He's calculating it for you. And before you know it, and doctor, doctor is checking you and said, nothing's wrong with you. But he says, something must be wrong. <laughs> doctor said, nothing's wrong. So you are trying to make sure something's wrong. Yeah! So, Fear is darkness. Fear is this world. But they have come to sanctify us, cleanse us, and separate us from our fear. Hallelujah. Instead of faith. So, so when a man begins to go to the lesson of the truth. Because you imagine what we make them, them as to forsake his own mercy. Because walking with Paul was mercy. He forsake his own mercy. That was it that observed lying vanity. Lying vanity is fear. He forsake. So when say, he when say he forsake me. It's not Paul. Because Paul knew that the mercy, there's a mercy that Paul came into. That, and that mercy, the guy saw the mercy, but he forsake it because he observed a lying vanity. He observed he already lying vanity. So you can see that fear is a lie. There's a lie painted to us. And there are things that have been shown to us so that we will not obey the truth unto the hand. So, so that's why when we begin to obey the truth, what truth does truth sanctify us? And in sanctifying us, we become free. Let's say that. Say, truth sanctifies us. 
Say, sanctify them by thy truth. Your word is truth. So the word of Christ, which is what? That Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, or, or as the truth is Jesus Christ, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20. At the tearing of the word of Christ, the more freedom you come into is how rich you are with the word of Christ. At the word of Christ, how much, how rich you are the world with the word of Christ. You see? That's the reason why when truth, which is summed up as faith teachings, when I say faith I'm talking about faith as faith, the hope, and not to charity. Faith lesson. With the program of obedience. Whenever you hear the word faith lesson, still talk about the program of obedience. That's the essence of faith. Faith is to teach us obedience. In Romans chapter 1 says, obedience of faith among all nations. Romans chapter 16, the same thing. is to obey. Faith is a program of obedience. Faith is lesson of obedience. Obedience upon obedience. Obedience upon obedience. Obedience upon obedience. And, and in obeying those things, we are sanctified. Our sanctification gives us, make us free from fear. So that we can prepare to serve God. We are prepared to serve God. Or we are prepared to be as to be a people that are acceptable to God. Because a people never be acceptable to God if they have not been sanctified, cleansed, purified by the washing of the water. And the spirit bearing witness to the water. So that they are take they take away fear from the heart. They take away the heat, the heart of his what? His, his concern. You know, in the book of Jeremiah, he talk about he say, a, 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 a pastor will I raise unto you. And that should be Jeremiah, is it two or three? Will, which will feed you. And you will fear no more. It says Jeremiah. 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 Yes, thank you so much. Jeremiah 23, 4. Look at it. For we set up shepherds. These are ministry gifts. The gift of Christ. The gift of Christ are all shepherds. Because all our soul, we are all soul, we are flock. So, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher are all shepherds. They shepherd the flock of God. I will set, I will set up shepherd over them. Who shall feed them? We need to be, when they feed us with Christ, we need to be fed with Christ. Fed with the word of Christ. Richly. You know when you feed a baby richly, you feed it with enough, you feed it a rich food. The same way our soul will be fed. Not with motivation. Not with anything that is less than Christ. But the word of Christ, which is the truth that is able to sanctify the soul. I will say, well, shepherd, we shall feed them. Feed them, and they shall fear no more. 
one of the response that a soul has been well fed is rich with the word of Christ is that fear is taken away. When they have taken away your fear, the world, darkness has lost its hold over you. It has lost its hold over you. But that does not mean you are perfect yet. You need to, you need to, need to contend with the wicked. Because the world is the wickedness is the world. The world will lie in wickedness, but the world also have darkness. But, but what they address, that's why in book of Revelation, they talk about without the city and the fearful. Fear will deny you entrance into the city. Without are the fearful. That fearful is not that those who fear for Obanje, that fear for wiz and wizard. It's those who fear for fear to relinquish the present world in because of Christ. Those are the fearful. They deny themselves access because for no womanga. A daughter person, and that woman, a daughter person, are part in the kingdom of Christ and God. They don't have part. They won't participate in Christ. Let alone God. You can't have fear and participate in the kingdom of Christ. When you are learning Christ, Christ, one of the things that Christ will go to deal with is to deal with your fear. Because no fearful person will participate. You won't hear this Christ. To hear the Christ. To hear the Christ. And to hear the power of his Christ. For the book of Revelation says, For now is come salvation, strength, the kingdom of God, and the power of his Christ. Book of Revelation chapter 12, verse 10. A soul that they've not been cleansed from fear that run this head, that run this world system. When they, when they feed us with Christ's meal, which is truth, that's in Jesus. They feed us, they feed us, they feed us, feed us, feed us, until we come into life. They will say, no, you are not yet fed well with Christ yet. So some yet. They will feed us until we come to peace. A soul that have come into peace, sir, sir, man, have dealt with fear. When they so have come into peace. A man of soul have come to life and peace. To be kindly minded is dead. To be really minded is life and peace. A spiritual man has overcome fear. Which the world uses as a bait. It uses as a bait to perpetually draw the soul and keep the soul in the sea. Because the sea is humanity. So keep the soul in the sea so that you will swim. <laughs> and that's why God wants to teach you. God will teach you you can survive on the head. Take him out of the water. Take him from the sea. Let's teach him. That's, let's teach him a life which is Christ's life that you don't need to war, obey the laws of the system. You can obey another law and live. You can obey another law and live. And not just live, but you can come into peace. You can come into peace. You will live, you will walk and walk, obey 
obey truth lesson. You will feed you, you come into life. When you have life, is that's the beginning of your freedom, but that's not the, that's not the freedom that Christ gives, or that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus make free. You need to learn further until you come into peace. When you are in peace, you are not afraid of their or what they are afraid of. You don't fear their fear because the soul have come into reconciliation. But the property and the materials of things of Christ, they are cured from the soul. Carnality. A life that flesh abhor. Flesh as abhor carnality. And when I say abhor me, you have used carnality. Carnality is, carnality is, carnality don't sit down put for the air. Okay, I use broken English. It don't sit down put. What do you people? He has, he has sat down there and is, is turning out instruction. He's turning out instruction. You know, when fear is sitting there, he turns out instructions for souls to follow, for souls to imbibe, for souls to align. But the love is of life in Christ Jesus make us free from the law of sin and death. So when a man is free, it does, not, it does not mean that he has come into the end of the lesson. Because the end of the lesson is not freedom alone. The end of the lesson is to be making corruptible. We come into freedom by learning the doctrine of Christ. But that which have been free need to be inoculated against corruption. They don't inoculate or make incorruptible that which is not free. It's a matter of being free from fear that they make incorruptible by the revelation of revelation that the Father or the revelation of higher revelation of Christ. Why? What did I say? You know, book of Revelation, chapter 1, said, said the revelation the revelation I know they hear us, please. Let's talk out loud, please. He said the revelation of your Christ that God gave him to show to his servant. That revelation there in the book of Revelation chapter 1, or hospital, said it, guide up the loins of your mind. Be sober. Look and hope unto the hand of the grace that we brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. A man that can up for the hand of the grace that can be brought. This man has no fear. It's a man that is standing in freedom that Christ has given to us. Paul, they say, is it Peter that Paul, Peter said, he said, stand in the liberty where, where Christ, I was, where Christ has, has made us, can you help me look for it? Stand here. We're talking about Galatians church 5.15. Can you see this Galatian church? Ah! Say, stand therefore in the liberty. That word liberty is the freedom. Wherewith Christ has made us free. When you learn Christ, there's a liberty you should come into. And that liberty is that your fear is taken care of. That Christ provides. 
Any Christ that does not give you freedom is not Christ. If you say your Christ, you learn your own Christ, but your Christ is putting you to run the rat race, there is not Christ lesson you are. We have litmus test. How we can test first Christ's teachings. We can test. We can, we can know. Yeah, this, man, this man truly learned Christ. Have he heard him? Have he been taught by him? If you have been taught by him, as the truth is in Christ Jesus. What the truth that is in Christ Jesus will do is that you will, you will come into liberty where Christ has, has made you free. <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Christ, I'm your to know Jangelio Tanoti to Nicata Christ. I mean, no, 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 I hear the Lord saying, supply, 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 supply of the substances of Christ. Supply of the substances of Christ. For I hear the Lord saying, how we multiply sight, how we multiply grace, how we multiply eyes, how we grant permission for light to be given. For the increase of the information, even the revelation of wisdom and the understanding of Christ. For the understanding of Christ was beyond the increase. So that there will be greater supply of the spirit of Christ. To break the yoke of fear. To break the yoke of fear. For the burden to be taken off your shoulder. And the, and, the, and the yoke shall be broken because of the anointing. It will be because of the spirit of Christ. For there is an anointing. For there is a spirit that is given. For there is an anointing. Even the anointing, the mysterious anointing. The mysterious anointing that the anointed one does not understand. Even the very architecture, even the very architect of fear does not understand. For this anointing flows from Christ. It flows from Christ. But there is a need for accumulation of the knowledge of Christ. Through which the anointing is produced. 
took with us a supply of the spirit, uh, even the spirit of Christ. Uh, that break the yoke, that break the yoke, that break the yoke, that break the yoke. How we break limitations here, the Lord Jesus Christ. How we break limitation. How we break limitation. How we break limitation. For you are in the season where Christ shall be perfected. For you are in the season where Christ will be fully given for the yoke to be broken. That liberty may be granted on my people for entrance, for entrance. For entrance, for entrance to the most holy, for entrance to the most holy, for there shall not be granted entrance to any soul who has to be free even by the supply of the anointing of Christ. Oh, even anointed a free soul from the bondage of from the bondage of the anointed one. See the spirit of God. Amen. As I am his first point. Is when a man has been made fear, you know the conversion of a man that has been made fear. The conversation of Philippians chapter 3, I can't all things but dung, is a conversion of a man that is fear free. That's a thought, that's a conversion of a man. And that man is a man that's a perfect man. A man that has been made free is a perfect man. So, at, and so, what you see Paul talking. When he says that I may win Christ in Philippians 3, that's, he's talking about the fullness of Christ. So the conversation of Philippians, from Philippians chapter 2, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. There's a way Christ Jesus' mind, a man that has been free, that you, you can read the mind of a perfect man, which has been free from fear, from the world of darkness, ready to combat wickedness or evil. That is in the world. Good God's servant was teaching. In that Philippian, you see, when you see a conversion of a man that is free, I can't all things but dung. Things that used to be gained to me. <laughs> Those are conversation of Christ. They a perfect man. They call in chapter 3. He say, let every man that be perfect have the same mind. <laughs> and think, listen, Every matter will be perfect. So, the word, so Paul was a, at this Philippians 2 3, he was a man. Paul was already a Christ. He has attained a perfect man, ready to join into the measure, stature, and fullness. That is what Philippians 2 3 began to illustrate. And so, he said, at this stage, the first thing is that a kind of mind must be in you. Which was also in Christ Jesus. Though you are free, you must now become a born servant. You are free. Because a born servant is a servant that is in love with his master. You have been free. They tell you, servant, go. You have fulfilled your servitude. Go. You see, he won't go because he loves his master. Not because he loves his captivity. He has come into another love. You are fine. A man that has been. You find that in the book of Ephesians chapter 3. It says, that Christ may dwell in your heart. Being rooted and grounded in love. Then, 
You're able to comprehend together with all sin. But the place of rooting you and grounding you in love. For the purpose of journey, expanding and bringing comprehension to you. Comprehending a season of fullness. Getting you rooted. You are free. But this freedom is a freedom you have to be bounded by love. Because nobody will come into the fullness of God if he will not come into... Because they left, they left you into a, from a bondage of fear. You wrote, wrote that book of Galatians. He said, where, where, we say, where, where Christ has made you free. Liberty, where you have made you free. He said, do not be entangled again in the yoke of bondage. But they say, another yoke you will come into. You leave one yoke and you take another yoke upon you. You are delivered from the yoke, although you have a liberty, you are delivered from the yoke that you are entangled and lead to another yoke. But it's a yoke of pastor. I love that word. I love it, pastor. It's called the yoke of liberty. But this yoke of liberty is refined. Those testimonies, they call it the bond servant. Those are bond servants. So, criteria of a bond servant is that he loves his Lord. Why he's staying with his Lord? It's not because he's under service. He's, he's because of his love. He's a man, they need to grant you to be rooted and grounded in love. You need that season of being rooted and grounded in love to open you to a season of comprehension together with us. You have obeyed charity into liberty, but they will be to teach you love. Teaching that is coming to you. Revelation of the incorruptible. You must love it. Or, Thessalonians call it the love because they refuse to retain the love of truth in their heart. You have known truth. You have obeyed truth. But you must not just obey truth. You must love truth. You know the truth. You obey the truth. So eventually, when truth has set you free, can you love that which has set you free and be grounded and established in truth and love the truth? So, because everyone must prove that you loved it before they will open the next voltage of revelation to you. That's the criteria in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Eyes have not seen, nor ear heard, now that he entered to the earth of men, what God has prepared for them that love him. The season of fullness that God wants to bring us into. Because after that, Ephesians chapter 4, be filled with the comprehension of God, that may filled with the fullness of God. Then that love him. To move you into the next allocation of the fullness, they will test your love work. They, they, they will test how much you love truth. Eyes have not seen, nor hear heard. Not have you entered to the heart of man what God has prepared. Because you have fulfilled a perfect man. You are a little man. But they need to see, do you love this thing? Do you love? And that love is what satisfies you to show if you are a born servant of love. They will see, are you rooted? Won't you go away? Won't you go away? Love is what keeps you. Love is what keeps you. That's what it keeps you in the love of God. That you must have that love. You must be rooted and grounded in love. So that what eyes have not seen, 
What he has not had. What have not entered what God has prepared for them that love him. Because what God has prepared for them that love him is what you need is the fullness of God that made up the fullness of Christ. And that was one marked conversation of Paul. He can't everything that he has attained to dunk for because of the excellent knowledge of Christ. <laughs> excellent knowledge of Christ. Excellent knowledge of Christ. Yea, doubtless, I can't all things but dunk. Sometimes your liberty that you've been calling to, sometimes you can't it. You can lay it down because of the excellent knowledge of or the knowledge of Christ. There's a there's a zealous knowledge of Christ. The knowledge of Christ that is there. But the man that we assess this assess as knowledge of Christ is a man that is grounded and rooted in love. We want to attain fullness. We must come into another circumcision and that doing of love upon our heart. And love is an understanding, say so we know that. Understanding that we bring commandments. The same thing, John, the gospel of John chapter 14 said it. If you love me, you will keep my word. Then you shall become the beloved of my father. And I will come and manifest myself to you. That manifestation of Christ at that level is the manifestation of the excellent knowledge. Those people, then you make progress in this. And I know a lot have been touched, and I know God's servant will still, and God's handmaiden will still bring so much life for us. I know God's servant, the past two sections, they have taken that to address darkness. Antichrist, I know that Muslims are becoming, they're going to come into the, the face of the space of the excellence aspect to further us and establish our heart in this thing. But while we are getting ourselves rooted, while we are waiting for the excellent knowledge and we are beginning to come to us by the revelation that is coming to us, let's get our feet grounded and rooted in love. Because it's those who are rooted and grounded in love that things that I have not heard, eyes have not seen, that have not entered to me, that we, they will give them. You call it deep things of God. Yay! Searching out the distance of God. May the Lord bless us and keep us. The Lord cause mercy to be extended to us. The Lord will show us great mercy. The Lord will increase light in our heart. The Lord will cause grace to come upon our soul. The Lord will cause us to cooperate with the instruction and commandment that is coming, that will be coming to us in the name of Jesus.